Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Hello and welcome back to By The Mash Done, a podcast by a couple of nerds where we brew some beer, drink some beer and have a nice little chat about some beer. I'm Carl Noble. This week we have a very special episode. We were invited along to Reading Amateur Brewers Homebrew Competition where the brief was to create a beer that showcases Sabro hops. We were joined by head brewers from breweries in Reading to help decide the top three. So stay tuned for interviews with the top three winners, the organisers of the homebrew group, and also some of the other judges. Uh, So here we are with two special guests. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Dan. I'm the chairman of Reading Amateur Brewers. And Sam, uh, secretary for Reading Amateur Brewers. Okay, so uh, we're here to help judge your homebrew contest. Uh, Do you want to tell us a bit about it? Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, I have a habit of buying hops in a larger quantity than I can necessarily use immediately. I have a freezer dedicated to hops at home. So uh, as, as reasonable as everyone does, I'm yep. sure. So um, off the back of this, the plan was to um, was a few a few of the guys in the club were interested in picking up a you know a couple hundred grams of the hops. And before we knew what was going on, really, it spiraled out of control. And half the club had bought a couple gra- couple hundred grams of the Sabro, which right. which we'd. Uh, which we'd picked up and yeah the homebrew club first homebrew club competition was spawned really oh excellent yeah so Jerry who's our treasurer and myself are both BGCP certified judges so we're quite keen on trying to introduce more competitions to the homebrew club and um, we figured the good way to start would be with uh, an internal competition something a little bit smaller just get people um, providing feedback uh, on, on all our beers rather than just going around the table because sometimes you're a bit shy about being brutally honest about someone's beer when they're looking mm. in yeah, the eyes. That's, that, that, that's pretty fair, especially when you're standing there just looking at their face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, having something a bit more anonymous. We haven't had any fights or anything yet. But. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. So do you do that often by like large bulk hops and then kind of dish them out that way? Or This is the first time, the first opportunity I've had to, uh, to do it actually was through the club really because right. it was five kilos you picked up before yep. before it was available through the malt miller and, and the rest of the kind of local suppliers um, at the time I think it was something like 11 pounds for 100 grams wow. but we picked it up for a lot cheaper than that in yes, bulk yeah, yeah. Um, so normally I'd buy I like to have uh, a little bit like a spice cupboard of hops yep. in the house yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. on a given day I can be like I want to brew a beer what hops have I got Yeah, kind of go from there and it was this is just an opportunity to pick up something that we I had I hadn't brewed with personally, but I knew I liked from other beers I tried, and because we had um, the buying power, I guess of a bigger yeah. group, a chance to get it earlier, I guess than than most home brewers would have. That's excellent. Well, I, 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 I like that idea. Do you have a vacuum packer at home? Yes, right, okay. <laughs> I do. Yeah, that makes things a lot easier. It does because you, you can buy the bale and then pack exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Quality yeah. control is very important for Sam. He doesn't mess around. <laughs> oh, excellent. Um, have you got any more questions, Mike? Well, I was, I was just uh, wondering if you've, if you've had any uh, tip-offs as to anything special we should be looking out for. So the, the idea of the competition was to brew a beer which showcased the hop the best. Some people went a bit left-wing, um, using some more fruits and different ingredients, which I wouldn't normally associate with the descriptors of Sabro. So right. it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how, how they fare, because it might be a great beer, but it doesn't necessarily fit the challenge set to them. Ah, excellent. Well, it sounds very interesting. I mean, we've got some beers to try very soon. Yes. Um, So we'll be back with you guys in a bit. 
Um, and then, you know, we'll have another little chat. Sounds good. Sure. Yeah. So, that's the, the end of the big event. Uh, as the organisers, how did you find it? I was really excited. It was quite cool to have the tasting running in parallel to watching you guys judge. Added a little bit of extra nerves, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we seemed to be matching pace as well. We did. I do wonder if we were tasting the same beers at the same time. I, and or were, did you mix them up or did you do them quickly? We just went randomly around the corner, uh, around right. the table and left. There was two dark, well, one strong and one dark beer, which we left at the end. Right, okay. But apart from that, we didn't prioritise anyway, so I doubt it, but maybe, maybe we did. Yeah, because it was it because we got over here just little bit and I was like I don't yeah, want to hear it I don't yeah, I don't yeah. I don't want to hear what the malt bill is I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. try our best to keep it kind of blinded from your end as best yes, we could yeah. but obviously everyone I, gets excited now and again so oh yeah definitely <laughs> especially with such good quality beer available yeah like, yes. it, like all of the beers were absolutely fantastic like there wasn't anywhere I went no no I couldn't possibly drink any of that like, I think it was the, all so impressive the most uh standout beer for me was actually one that didn't showcase Savro the best which I think was a, li- a little bit sad I think Jerry's Saison was absolutely yeah. outstanding yes if you added a little bit of Brett to that and left it for six months and told me it was Burning Sky I would have believed you yeah but it just wasn't a Savro beer so it was for me the best beer of the night and other mm. people have agreed yeah it was it, it was, was the hard thing but it, it was the hard thing when you, this competition. as the judges we were all saying like there isn't a style to judge here it's Sabro which is, so, which is harder yeah. to judge right because yeah, well, that's yeah. not how you're trained either well exactly it's, it's just like that's, that's not what we're that's not what we're kind of normally set up to do when you're doing a, a competition you yes go, it's this style of beer this style of beer but I'm used to judging BGC, BGCP competitions where you know what the style is and you're judging it according to that style not just yeah. to your personal preference yes but when you have things like the Grumpy Goat competition coming up in March that's just a, what is the best beer yeah yeah, beer, right? yeah and that's kind of what this is it's, it's, it's what showcases Sabro the best it's not necessarily which beer do you prefer yeah it's which beer do you think showcases Sabro the best and you've got to turn off your personal preferences and yeah. sometimes as well. which is difficult to do yeah I'm sure yeah. and there were definitely some other beers that were perhaps less sort of big intense punchy Sabro flavours but which are so easy going and, and nice but then that sort of is a showcase in itself because it's showing how yeah it was interesting to hear how much of Sabro different people use in in their beers and some people were talking about using kind of 30 to 50 grams and for them that was a lot based on what they normally brewed whereas other people were using 300 grams plus (laughs) (laughs) wow like yeah there's there's a bit of a variability across the table that's the exciting thing about it and so 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 Richard you came before me actually so he he was I think he used a third of the mass of Sabro that I did so it kind of feels like I just used more on do better brute force sound that's not necessarily fair (laughs) 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 but yeah it's it's, it's the nature of the competition I suppose but yeah it is yeah and you came second yeah so I mean you know what was what was the beer that you set out to brew like what what was the style that you went like what gave you the idea so if I'm honest uh, I was hoping to brew a second beer before the competition right uh, (laughs) but I didn't I ran out of time yeah. So uh, my, my, the first shot was uh, was what I brewed for the competition, which was a Denali, a Denali Sabro, like yeah. a, a thirty a thirty seventy ratio of uh, Denali to Sabro. Being, right. I was imagining a pina colada, 
okay, in yeah. beer form. Yeah. So like as much coconut and pineapple as they could possibly get, like yeah. in combination. And Sabra almost does that by itself, uh, in that it's it's quite you know it's it's that kind of mix already. But Denali is very a, a, really a potently pineapple-y kind of hop. Yes, yeah. So uh, and as a New England, it's very low like IBU. Like all the hops are late. You know, if 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 not whirlpool, then even just dry hop kind of yep. thing. And that's what I went for. Um, and yes, yeah, so, so it's only about 25, 30 IBU, I think, and uh, like and really potently, like, quite hoppy. I'm sure you'd agree. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, and you could taste the fact that it was mostly late hops because the, the bitterness wasn't really there. It was all just like big juicy flavors. Yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't. It wasn't subtle. I, I kind of feel like uh, when I when I was imagining in the first instance, I, I when I tasted the hop. The first time I tried it was in a, was in an, uh, an imperial IPA, I think. Right. And I thought an imperial stout would be a great place to place it. Yes. Because like, yeah. you you can add coconut flakes and you could there, there's so many ways you could make that like a really a really great beer. Yeah. I, I, that's what I that's what I'd like to en- have entered actually. But uh, just yeah, time ran out. I just yeah. want to point out that I think Sam's being a little bit too modest when he said he ran out of time. What he's actually doing is basically brewing for his friend's wedding because his beer is that damn good. <laughs> <laughs> people come to him and say, yeah, I need a couple of kegs, man. Yeah, let's what, what, go. Chop, what, chop. what people said to me actually was I want free beer. <laughs> <laughs> friends are always friends like, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm not sure if it's quality versus quantity, but <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, no, I mean, like, very well done for organising this competition. It was it's fun, man. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Thank you guys really so much enjoyable. for coming and judging. Yeah, massively it's, so, yeah. It's really helpful to have impartial people come along, drink our beer, and give us brutally honest <laughs> feedback. Mm. And it's 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 a incredible experience where, obviously, in a lot of other judging situations, you are trying lots of different styles, blah, blah, blah. There's, there's, there's a lot changing. Whereas here, having Sabro as just one consistent thing yeah. means I now know the taste of Sabro <laughs> yes, incredibly well. Exclusively. Yeah, in lots of different styles and lots of different intensities and stuff. I, I'm sure I'll, it's, it's very illuminating. Uh, if I, you I ever do it. make that stout, give us a shout. Because <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> it was one of the things that was missing from that yeah. range yeah. was anything really dark and we we all said all the judges went wonder if there's going to be a stout in there and how is that going to mm. come across I did feel with the the batch of the hops we got people talk about sabro and coconut I didn't really get that from the, the pellets themselves I thought it was yeah. more citrusy than previous years yeah. I think with coconut maybe would have lent itself more to a dark beer than the citrus yeah I mean I, th- I think quite a few of us at one point went it's quite a lot like a fruit, like very, yeah, very yeah. yogurty. Uh, particularly like, Richard's beer, which um, came first, right? Yes, I, yeah. I definitely had like a very stone fruit, peach, yeah. apricot, yeah, but apricot, also creamy note in there yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. Right? Like, like apricot yogurt, it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Well, thank you very much, guys. Uh, thanks for having us. Dude, Cheers thanks for having guys. Dude, thanks for having us. Like, That's it's, quite it's been right. a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Excellent. Thank you. So, here we are uh, at third place. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, um, I'm Richard. I'm from Reading Amateur Brew Club. I'm, uh, I've been here from the beginning, I guess, with these guys. But this actually, believe it or not, is the first beer I've actually brought in with these guys. Oh, wow. It's the really? first one. Uh, yeah, I brought it in today. I thought Sabro's the, the, the right time to enter my beer. <laughs> so I brought that one in today. And actually... 
I, I, I hadn't done much planning behind this one and I'm, I'm not as uh, in terms of the equipment and what guys have got behind all of their processes I brew in the bag at home yeah. and I just wanted to make a smash beer so uh, <laughs> that's, that, that, like, it is brilliant because like, smash beers are a really good way of demonstrating and showcasing a hop yeah. because you mm. haven't got the, it doesn't have to battle with like a complex malt beer or anything like that so like it it was a very good beer. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, it's the idea of what is the smash beer show. The whole competition is designed around showcasing Sabro. So smash yeah. beer for me, you know, if there's any beer recipe that's going to showcase a hop, it's got to be like as raw a form as possible. Smash beer is a good place to start. Oh, but also, for my benefit as a beginner, it's it's quite good. So for me. I went straight in. Let's try it out. Yeah. I did add a little twist to it. It's not quite a smash beer as the guys told me. <laughs> uh, I had a Northern Brewer at the beginning of this. This okay. Beer, so, uh, okay, uh, just for bittering. Yeah, yeah, bittering. Yeah. yeah. So at the beginning of the boil, uh, I, I had Nor- Northern Brewer. Probably, uh, I think it's twenty. I used a nine-liter batch, so I brewed twenty grams, and okay. then about halfway through, forty grams Sabro. Afterwards, after the ball, another 40, and then two days later, I dry hopped it with 40. Yeah. That and was, uh, what was the malt that you used? Uh, that was Marisotta. Marisotta. Yeah, yeah. Lovely Marisotta. You, you, you've Lovely got to like Marisotta. It's yeah. really good. Do you find yourself just snacking on it occasionally? Yeah, no, no. Just a smell, you know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a great so smell. Good, isn't it? You know, and that, and, and Sabro as well. Like, when you get that out of the bag, yeah. it's perfect. It, as well. it, it's an amazing hop, and, like, you know, like your beer showcased it very well great mm. is it a hop you've been interested in before or was it something that just came about because of the competition just the competition um, th- these guys have experimented with so many different flavours I've yeah. learned so much and like I said it's the first beer that I ever brought in but I've just been learning by just coming here and tasting yeah. beers with these guys and they they show so many different shared so many different techniques and flavors yeah. and different hop styles and sabro is one that's really interesting so i was like i've just got to get involved sam here has a lot of stock and he's got a lot of kitchen space square footage yeah. you know for his uh, brewing i went down there i grabbed some sabro i grabbed some malt off him marisota oh, and nice. then i just went home straight away and brewed it oh so that's nice. how it that's nice. how it turned out for this one for me Ah, that's excellent. Well, thank you very much for talking to us. That's okay. Yeah, thank um, you very much. And very well done. Yes. Thank you very much. So, we have with us now the big winner, the first place. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, yeah. So, I'm Charles Reed. Uh, I live in uh, Pangbourne, Reading. Uh, I've been homebrewing for four and a half years now. Um, uh, yeah, and brew anything that comes. What got you into homebrewing? So I actually went to, uh, I went uh, for a holiday in Wales, uh, right in the middle of Wales. And when I was there, I was looking, we, we were looking for some brews and uh, Googled it up. And we found there was a local brewery in this tiny little village in the middle of nowhere. It turned out to be a, a brewery uh, called Wayne Brewery. Right. Uh, yeah. You may know Sue yeah, the Brew. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was Sue the Brews, And she just opened up that brewery. We went in there. She wasn't there, but her husband was there at the time, and uh, he gave us a little tour around the place. And she was pretty bootleg at the time when she first opened up, and yeah. kind of a bunch of plastic containers and things. And I was like, "Wow, this <laughs> looks pretty 
pretty simple. So I came out of that and I guess did what every homebrew did and went and bought a kit, a Young's kit, Golden Golden Ale, whatever it was, I can't remember now. Brewed that, came out, bottled it. Two weeks later, cracked the bottles and went, wow, I would probably buy that. Um, <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, just kind of did a bunch of Googling and research and very quickly realized that that I wasn't going to go brew in the bag. It kind of just wanted to go straight into all grain and yeah. and go in the deep end. So bought myself an igloo cooler. Like everyone does that, right? The big round cooler, 12-inch yeah. false bottom and, and just kind of got started on it in the back garden on the table in the middle of the day with a gas burner. And, Good know, effort. And, uh, yeah. yeah it, <laughs> so you went in deep straight away? Yeah, I did, yeah. It was, it was kind of ghetto, but um, I've only had a few pours over the years, so I was you know, pretty happy. My first beer was a... An adaption of uh, John Palmer uh, Porter, like out of right. his original book. Yeah, yeah. Palmer Porter, and uh, I just kind of threw it into uh, Bruce Smith, jacked everything up, <laughs> right, as you do, because like, yeah, I'm going to brew a big beer, and out came like a seven percent Porter. Wow. Um, again, bottled it two weeks later, cracked it open, and went, wow, that's actually pretty nice. <laughs> never, never brewed that beer since, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was good. Excellent. So. What was it about Sabro that gave you the idea for the beer that you brewed? So I, I guess uh, we have some of the backstory here. Uh, you know, one of the guys in the club had, had decided he wanted to buy a bulk of, uh, of Sabro. Yeah. Uh, and, and everyone said, yeah, we'll go in on that. We'll split it up. So um, so that was the start of it. Last year I did Craft Theory, right? Yeah. And I volunteered at Craft Theory, ended up working behind Siren's Bar uh, with Ruben and the gang. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, that year, so last year, I guess, um, they had Sabridge on, yeah. which they just released, uh, which is a really nice brewed IPA. They also had Suspended and Sabra as well yeah. running. Um, and uh, so, you know, during the, the, the two days of the event, I kind of had a skin full of both of those. <laughs> um, you got thanks, to know Sabra thanks, well. Thanks, Ruben. And uh, uh, yeah, really just really enjoyed those beers through the weekend. Um, so, so when this came around, I was like, I want to go back to that, and I want to see if I could do something similar to Sabridge, because um, it, it, it seemed to just deliver a really nice, clean base for the for the yeah. hop and let it stand out. And yeah, so so Brute IPA was the start of the adventure. Then a bunch of research because I'd never brewed a Brute IPA before, so this was kind of a net new beer for me. Um, you know, the typical places you go, BYO and, and, yeah. and all the, the style profiles. Figured out I needed some enzymes. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can you remember the name of the enzyme, Mike? Amylo-glucoside. Yeah, there it is. So, yeah, so so lined that up, figured out my recipe, threw in the order, came through you know, a few days later, and then and then about a week later, you know, threw, threw it all together. Um, and it, yeah, it came to pretty good. I, I probably missed a couple of things in the brew, so it wasn't quite where I wanted it to be in terms of uh, OG. Right. Um, the final volume was a, a tad below where I'd aimed for, but yeah, uh, nothing crazy. So I was happy. Went in the fermenter and it was kind of like, okay, let's see how this plays out. And the gravity just kept coming down and down and down. And finished up pretty much zero, and it was like, <laughs> wow, okay, so so everything they said was true. <laughs> uh, and the whole thing was done in six days, I guess, right? Uh, wow, from from start fast. to finish, straight in the keg, uh, and then it was how much carbonation do I need to dial into this to get it right and so it's like start and keep pushing up the PSI and 
trying every couple of days and eventually I think I pressurized about 20 psi and wow okay yeah, in the end and yeah I don't know how much we lost in the bottling but it was you know, it seemed to be the right place to yeah no I remember having a big punch of Sabro hops as well lots yeah. of lots of intensity and complexity at the same time it, is, uh, it felt like the um, the carbonation kind of lifts yeah. lifts a lot of the, the, yeah, the, the aromas right up, up yeah. And, yeah it's nice really nice yeah no it was good so very very impressed well done and, and not uh, not super obviously brute as well it, uh, by by drinking it there, there did seem to be quite a big mouthfeel as well yeah something that so was, the, the the grain bill um, it's predominantly Pilsner, right? I, I think in this one it was about four kilos, and then uh, the style guidance pretty much everybody gravitates towards oats yeah. and maize, right? which I've never brewed a maize before, to be fair. But you know, it's a, it's a pretty standard ingredient for a lot of commercial brewers. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, ordered that up, and I was like, all right, then let's look at the profiles, figure out kind of what we need, and yeah. Kind of here's one extreme, here's the low end. I'll just, just go down back the middle. In the middle. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so there was about another half kilo between those two, probably biased towards the oats. Um, I ordered oats with husks on because I was like, that sounds like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> they came to me, I was like, that's not a thing. Uh, uh, I'm going to switch out to the uh, the ready brick straight away. And, <laughs> yeah, so so threw a bunch of you know, standard flaked oats in there, and, and that worked. Uh, that seemed to help the mouth feel and the body. Yeah, because it, it it seemed like it could have been really watery if we if I hadn't put that thing. Yeah, and uh, I, one thing we were not privy to is is how strong it is as well. Yeah, so five point nine. Five point nine. Five point nine. Yeah. It, so, it, 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 it deals with 5.9 really well. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't really well. It doesn't feel like a six percent. It's not. It's not like a, a New England heavy on the on the mouthfeel. No, really light. I mean, I could, you could knock back four or five of those quite happily and be yeah. like, whoa, okay. Yeah, and then you Party. feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you'd feel it. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was good. So, so the uh, yeah the ABV I was shooting for, I think six. So yeah, that was yeah. pretty much bang on target. Um, uh, and then, yeah, the hop schedule. I, you know, I knew I wanted to get all the hops late in the dry hop. Yeah. So, uh, but I needed something to put behind the Sabro, and I didn't want it to be massively different. So, uh, I'd been brewing recently with some Idaho Seven, which is kind of trendy right now. Um, so, so I put that in early on five ten minutes before the end of the boil just to kind of set the background yeah and then right at the at the dry hop threw in i want to say 160 170 grams of sabro yeah just one big lump and then just something it felt like sabro just doesn't quite have that citrus finish that, yeah, that yeah. would work really nicely with a really light kind of highly carbonated beer so just put an ounce of uh well, ounce, 28 grams of uh, uh citra just to pull oh, nice. Out. yeah and, and and that seemed to finish out quite nice. So yeah, there are, there are ways of accentuating the the background hop, yeah. Rather than rather than adding to it, you're sort of accentuating. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I toyed with mosaic and other things to, but it felt like they were just gonna you know, muddy the water. I guess kind of. Yeah. Um, citra, just a small amount would help that. The Idaho seemed like a good base, but yeah, 160, 100. Yeah, it was like 160 grams of sabro just one big lump of dry hop a bit of flame out as well just to mm. yeah, it's good I'm happy with that. excellent well 
thank you very much thank for very much. talking to us. You're uh, well done again for thank winning, you. and um, hopefully you enjoyed the brew day with Phantom Brewing. Yeah, yeah. See you guys there. More than likely, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cheers. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. So now we are in the post-competition judge breakdown session thing. Sounds like a game show. <laughs> you're making yeah. it sound like a game show. No, it's what the after-hours chat. Oh, after-hours show. Yeah. Oh, after-hours. For how many hours has it been? Uh, one. Some. Yes. More than one. So, fellow judges, would you like to introduce yourselves? Uh, so I'm Dane. I'm from Fanta Bruin, uh, head brewer, owner, and uh, Hi, Dane. cleaner. Hello. Hi, Dane. Hi. Uh, I'm JD, I'm head brewer at Wild Weather. We've seen you before. You've heard me before. I've, I've both. <laughs> I've smelt you before. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys find the judging? You know what? It was really interesting to have um, a selection of beers where there's a common theme. Yeah. The fact, the fact that we were all judging based on the strength of the Sabro character... Uh, it made the actual writing down of feedback quite difficult because it, yeah. It, yeah. if you're going to be going through a list of beers, you've often got your entire repertoire of descriptive um, words yeah. in your head. And actually, you're writing down broadly the same thing for most beers. They've all, they've all, all used the same batch of Sabro, actually. Yes, yeah. So you, you certainly couldn't complain that one uh, beer was fresher than the other or one, one beer had a poorer quality pellet or whatever. They all broadly had coconut, tropical fruit, but it was actually interesting to see the minutia of how each brewer had used that product and mm. come up with different flavours because they were quite starkly different. Some yeah, of them. yeah. yeah so oh, definitely. I think I found, like, on the nose, mixed berries was just a common theme on what I was writing down today. So today, yeah. that's just what I, I seemed to get. Yeah. And every single beer, mixed berries, a lot, sometimes more strawberry, sometimes a bit more. You know, of an actual like you know, blackberry kind of yes, thing, but yeah. but that was a consistent theme, so you knew there was that. But not knowing the ABV was the one that was yeah. you know, kind of yeah. threw me. So when I've been chatting to the guys since, some of them say, "Oh, I, was, I had a nine, mine was a nine point four percent." Yeah, and, like, you, oh, and you're like, "Was it? Which, yeah. which oh, one well, was that?" <laughs> yeah, we found out beer number one. Yeah, the okay. first yeah. beer we were given really? was yes. a barley wine. The uh, really sweet <laughs> one. That, ah. that, that, that explains a lot. That was the one that we said was a little bit sweet, cloying, yeah. not particularly hoppy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. explains it. It's a real it's shame just... that that was marked down for that reason, because if we'd have known that it was a barley wine, then actually yeah. uh, not yeah. Yeah. a number one. Yeah, if we'd built up to it with something more yeah. middle range. Mm. But, that, I mean, that's the nature of... Approaching blind it from judging. Blind, if blind to the style, and Sabro is the star. Ultimately, all these homebrewers were given a brief, which was to show off Sabro as the, the star in their beer. Yeah, and I would probably argue that a big fat barley wine is maybe not <laughs> base beer to show off what is essentially quite a tropical and fruity hop. Yeah, unless you may maybe aim for sort of the tropical rum, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could take a jumping off point there. Sure. Well, I think on my score in my bottom two beers were the barley wine and the saison, and yeah. The, yeah. both were both were enjoyable. But yeah, but that's yeah. it. They, they were, every beer we had was like that's actually a good beer. It just because, because our brief was to judge mm. Sabro. It, it, it's it, it's not which beer is the best mm. it's which beer is the most sabro all, you know for this kind of competition it's all about keeping to the brief and yeah. the, yeah. the home brewers were, were drinking their own beers while we were judging yes. and they unanimously agreed that the one that was a, a mezcal saison with sabro yes. was one of the most drinkable beers it was amazing yes exactly 
It'd have been quite interesting to get those guys to judge them and see how well they tallied up with ours, I think. Oh, blind, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. just to see whether or not we came out with similar... Because I'd imagine we would, because, you know, these guys all drink beer as regularly as everyone else does, Mm. so, you know, they can all go, this is this beer, that's that beer. We'll see about that. Well, I think when, when it actually came to the winner, it was the one that was the most Sabro. Like, if you had, yes, to, if yeah, you just yeah. had all those beers yeah. and said, which one has Sabro in, yeah. that, that would be the one you go, that has Sabro in. And then yeah. when you found the ordered, you go, makes sense, because they had similar qualities, like with the aroma, as I was saying, but yeah. that was the one that showcased it. Although, chatting yeah. with him just now, he did, he did emphasise certain notes in the Sabro by adding subtle additions of, like, Citra. Um, mm. Just... Uh, well, that's a great way of doing it. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It, it, in his opinion, it was that little bit of lifting citrus actually emphasised the, 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 the sabro notes of the sabro. There was a good yeah. amount of people as well that went for the amber ale as the style. Yes, there was a lot um, of amber. Yes. Presumably on the basis that if you play your caramel correctly, you can come up with quite a nice toasted mm. coconut uh, impression mm. with sabro. But actually, in the end, the winner for us was the one that had probably the cleanest base beer yes. and allowed the hop to just do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. well, I spoke to a few of the brewers after and I actually think sometimes it was almost to their detriment where they had some caramel malt maybe some crystal malt in there. Yeah. They it made a more rounded, sweet yeah, flavour. It, it balanced it out but, and it was but, like... Yeah, exactly, ah. it took away from the Sabro, which is yeah. what we were told to judge it on. So yeah. you made maybe a better beer than they would have if you took that away. But in terms of the competition, our guidelines were which ones yeah. the more sabro. We did find out that um, second place actually his plan was to brew another beer and it was going to be a stout, <laughs> which is something we we all as judges went. I wonder if there's going to be a stout and wouldn't it be interesting mm. if? Mm. So it would have been interesting to kind of maybe see more of the darker beers because because we had amber was the darkest it went yeah other than that well, the barley it was wine was mid-brown yes. almost yeah but I, I mean I th- it would have been interesting to see how that hop would have worked in a darker beer well people often shy away from using i mean this is a, another big american hop they, they shy away from using them in any dark beers other than black ipas yes. or yeah. india stouts those sorts yeah. of things and I think there's, um, there's actually a lot to be said for using things like Sabro and, and particularly things like sac- uh, Sriracha Ace yep. as a bittering addition in a stout. Because if you can pull off the coconut um, aspect yeah. of it... Mm, just get that balance just right. Yeah, and m- not make it, like, offensive. You can... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got opinions Sriracha about Sriracha yeah, Ace. Let's, let's just say we're not going to be adding a load of dry hop. But no. <laughs> yeah. um, you, you, can, you can come up with quite a unique and, you know complex dark beer by adding something that has a coconut element to it mm. yeah definitely but yeah. I was just speaking to one of the homebrewers and he actually has a dark beer with that's been hopped with Sabro late in right. the tank and he said it about three weeks he'll have it ready so it just wasn't ready for this competition uh, that's a shame but yeah. then we had a chat about it and it was then is that fine line when you've got a dark beer you want those coconut do you end up just putting toasted coconut in yeah will the Sabro do enough if, if that's really what you want Mm. Are you yeah. then go, leaning on making an adjunct one because one of the overhumbers, or maybe add some coconut to enhance it? And go well, then actually, why the need for the What's sabro? The yeah, why well, put sabro? Yeah, if you're so, gonna so, add so it's coconut, that fine line, I think. So that's where the black IPA kind of helps because it allows you to accentuate more, accentuate yeah. more, go for more dry hop, and therefore you get those characters. Whereas if you are going for a stout, 
suddenly you're trying to hold back on that and actually you're not getting the full enhancement yeah. of the flavour yeah. you want. So. Well, uh, you know, if we get that right from the beginning, if you're going to make a coconut stout, you wouldn't immediately jump to your hop selection that's as your main no, driver yeah. of where no, the coconut no, no, flavour no, is going to come from. You'd, no. have, you'd, of course, use coconut. Yeah. But if you're looking just to make a stout that has a certain coconut mm-hmm. quality to it without branding actually, it as coconut yeah. stout, then, it, you know, it's a possible addition Absolutely. for you. No, definitely. Well, I mean, there's there's lots of things to think about. I think, personally, I've learned a lot about Sabro. Yeah. Having yeah. just drank 11 beers with, like, mm. trying to be Sabro. I, I've been shocked at how yogurty it has been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we all were very frub. Yeah. Frub. Very frub. Yeah. yeah. Petty mm. It's very yeah. yogurty. I wonder if that is uh, a combination with a slightly lower attenuating yeast. So you've got that slightly sweet mouthfeel already yeah. with that touch of coconut vanilla cedar mint something or other something going on yeah. that just flicks a switch in your brain that makes you go froobs <laughs> because it's a switch at least three of us independently often. looked up on one of the beers and went froobs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a fantastic moment so yeah. i was yeah. very very happy about it and it was always nice that the the taste matched the smell it was yes. it, it, yeah, yeah. it's always yeah. nice with a beer and it was yeah. or was it matt that went peach and i went Melba? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, Peach Melba. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a fantastic day. And uh, thank you very much to both of you for chatting with us. Yeah, after thank the you. Um, yeah. I'm sure we will catch up with you both individually at some point. Maybe together. Who knows? Who knows? Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Well done to everybody that entered. Uh, Absolutely fantastic beer. And thank you again to all of the organisers, all the rest of all the other judges. It was a fantastic night. Uh, Me and Mike had a lot of fun. If you do like this episode or any of our other episodes, please do think about leaving a review on Podchaser or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can stay tuned for our next episode, which will be coming in about two weeks. Bye.